We're going to come up with a, a jingle at the beginning. I know. We need like an intro and everything. Yeah. All, all those <laughs> things that are in your head right now, are they good? Whew. Not really, but no, sure. By the time she <laughs> we'll come up home, with them. By the time she drives home, she'll have three mm-hmm. ideas in her head. So here we are, episode... Episode two. Episode two. So now so it's my turn to interview Rachel. <laughs> it's my turn to be interviewed. Yep. So here we go. So Rachel is... She says she's not a dog trainer in the last one. And then she goes and lists like this dog sport, this dog sport, this dog sport. Mm-hmm. So you are a professional in the industry. You also compete dog sports. So tell me how you got started and what you do. What did I do? So let's, I'll go back really quick. I moved to Grand Rapids, Michigan area, actually Greenville, Michigan in 2016, the year that I got Bailey. Uh, and Bailey is my six-year-old chocolate lamb. Um, she'll be seven in October. So I moved here with her, uh, after living in the Chicagoland area for nearly 25 years, uh, I had been in, uh, working for in a corporate, uh, business that was in the retail, uh, small businesses as well as in a large corporate business. So I was a liaison between small businesses and the large corporation and offered different software and technology solutions. Uh, and I went into sales and operations after that. So had a wonderful career for 22 years uh, at that company. And after I moved here, I got into dog sports. So I've been doing uh, dock diving, uh, frisbee, shed hunts, field retrieve, fast cat. I think I got everything. I tried, I've tried some trick dog things with Bailey. I've done um, a couple other, uh, I did rally one time with Bailey. No, I said one time. We need to do a little bit more work. That's on our list, though. It's on our list. It's on our next thing to, to tackle. Um, I, our next goal, though, is to try to do a freestyle machine yeah. or learn how to do freestyle. So I have not, fun. I've not taken classes or done anything to learn on that. I really am the type of student that needs to learn as I go. Uh, and so when I became a canine massage therapist, it was a lot of fun because you had to do so many hours of work on dogs and get an enormous amount of experience uh, with various breeds, various types of dogs. Uh, and that's, of course, how I met you. Mm-hmm. And through that experience, I uh, was able to, to start traveling and doing massage at larger events. And I started seeing dogs that were jumping 30 feet, 35 feet, 34 <laughs> feet. And, and I was having the opportunity to massage these dogs. Uh, and it was probably just the combination of all of my years of performance, uh, doing types of work for performance. I've been in sporting and coaching for since I was 18 years old doing coaching. And when I was in Chicago, I had the opportunity to become a world champion powerlifter. And that's something at 40 years old, I didn't think I was going to ever do. But I had an opportunity to work with a number of different uh, people in gyms around the various areas. And I always loved that community. Uh, once I kind of stopped powerlifting after a couple of years and, and really achieving all of my goals, when I moved into canine uh, sports, I really felt that sense of community. And I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the competition. It was fun. Hey, my dog can jump farther than yours. Haha. Hey, why don't you jump my dog? I'll jump your dog and let's see what happens that type of fun really was, was great. But then when I went to these large events and the excitement of a world championship or the, the first time that I'll never forget it, you know, the first time that I saw uh, Nathan Jr. Yeah. jump and the first time that I saw Slingshot jump or the, t- the first time that I saw Zane 
jump, but nothing will ever top the first time I saw Bailey jump. Yeah. And when I saw my dog jump in the, off that dock for the very first time at a Renaissance fair, mind you, uh, which I, you know, all I brought was my dog toy, a towel, some, some poop bags, and that was it. And a bottle of water. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any idea. I was Googling. I was new. I just moved here. I didn't know anybody. And that community just opened their arms up and, and taught me how to get my dog off the dock, taught me everything that I needed to do for the day. And uh, I was hooked. I, by the time I got home, I was already Googling the next opportunity uh, to play with my dog. Yeah. So that's kind of why. Um you know, I don't do anything halfway. I, I've always been like that. That's kind of who I am. So when I started seeing at these larger events, um, my dog actually came up a little bit limp after one of the jumps, and I didn't quite know what to do. I mean, I had been in sports myself, uh, but I was able um, to talk to the canine massage therapist on site, and she really encouraged me to find different places to look and learn myself. And that was the other spark that I had where someone was really encouraging for me to go do something that I was really passionate about. Uh, and it really just mixed and combined it all together really nicely for me. So today I now run K9Sports.co, which is releasing um, the 24th of March. Okay. I don't know if this will be broadcasted before that or on that or after that, but sometime it will be broadcasted. Um and caninesports.co is really a, a place for a community uh, for people to come shop, share their personal bests, um, share their events with us, and one place to come look for information about canine sports. I have a lot of work to do on the site. Um, we have a lot of content that's coming soon. We have a This is our first release of the website, but I really think everyone will uh, appreciate that we are trying to get one location for all the events in all dog sports, especially when newcomers are coming around um, and trying to find where can I go and how do I get involved? I know I'm, I'm typically pretty shy at events. Not anymore though. <laughs> I was when I first no. came up. I'm just shaking your head. Uh, <laughs> um, I typically was very shy when I first came to events. Uh, and then once I got to meet so many different people and massaging their dogs, I have not quickly come out of my shell, but it's a, it was intimidating at first. You could go on Facebook and you can go on, Instagram and you can search these things and there's amazing organizations out there. All of those have their websites that have events, but how do you find the people involved in those events and how do you bring those communities together? Um, I know for me, the very first time that I saw a big jumping dog, I just wanted to go ask the person, how long has this dog been jumping? Yeah, right. I remember the first time that I saw, um, I don't remember what the breed of the dog was. It was a very small dog. I wish I remembered the breed. But I remember the first time I saw that dog jump up and I was like, I just want to see him do it again. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's for everybody. It's not for, a, every, you know, it doesn't have to be the fastest, biggest jumper, the best disc player, the best score and fast cat, the best time, the best. It can, all of that's awesome. And we're here to celebrate all of that. Yeah. But we really want to bring the community together and find a way to share all of this great information with people. So right. I have a list of people I cannot wait to interview yeah. uh, for Same. this. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's really, and, and the people that I've asked to join us have been so humble and grateful um, and willing to share how they got started and tips. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so if I was going to share any tips right now, I would say go to an event, whether you know what you're doing or not, 
find the first friendly person to talk to and ask for help. Yeah. And they will help you. And that's really, I mean, it it sounds so easy, uh, but there are people out there that are like me that, that are really nervous that very first time. And, uh, but I got a lot of help and that's what I loved about the community. Mm -hmm. It's hard to start out too, because I I feel like doc diving is very welcoming community. And so that one's, you know, a little bit more approachable. But when I started, I was getting into agility and Mm -hmm. confirmation and all my word confirmation, you have to know exactly what to do, where to go, how to enter a show, what to wear, how to prep your dog. There's so much to learn. And it's so nice to have mentors out there. Right. And that is the best part about what we're trying to achieve mm-hmm. is, is we want to hear from the experienced and we've built a place for them to come share their right. stories, uh, which also let's talk about what else we built. Um, we have built uh, another website called Pause, Commit, Rise. Yeah. And that is my advanced performance uh, business where I help small businesses, organizations, and individuals with revenue generation, uh, organization skills, and help them grow their business. So if you've got an event coming up and that you need miscellaneous things taken care of, um, you need different marketing ideas, ways to generate traffic, attendance, uh, that's what I'm here to do. I'm a partner with them. I also take small organizations and help them with all of their website hosting and get them with a catalog of their own product or their own websites and help them with their current websites or even convert to other websites. But most of all, we do what's called the pause, commit, rise process, which is a process where we go through all the planning stages um, operationally to run a business or run a play, run a plan. It's what I used um, all through my career, and yeah. I also used it when I became a power lifter. Yeah. Um, when I started dog sports, you mentioned, you know, I had to give my dog breaks, breaks and, yeah. and I do the same thing. It's all part of my version of pause, commit, rise that I've applied to my dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say this, you know, it's something that I've created. It, it seems to work very well um, for the people that I coach in various various things that, I, that I'm doing coaching for, um, all the way to implementing just in everyday habits. Right. Even. So right. it's a lot of, it's a really interesting uh, way to bring these two worlds together where right. I can help facilities and events and, and help with those things at the same time, um, be able to share the greatness about these events coming around on yeah. our, our forum here yeah. and also on caninesports.co. Yeah. It's really like a one, one stop shop for, really for everything dog. It is. That's what it's we're really trying exciting. to do. We're really trying to do it. We've got some manufacturers now that we're working with, um, looking for unique uh, ways to, to perform drop shipping in this in this yeah. industry. So, as an example, if you make your own items and you, and you sell those items at an event, um, when people say you have a website, you yeah. do everything on Facebook. That's great. But CanineSports.co can help you become a drop shipper with us. Uh, where you really don't have to do anything technical. Uh, Emma, you're a dropshipper with us yep. with both of your books. And it's it's as simple as you getting an email. It's and, so easy. Yeah, you get an email, you ship the product out, and then you get paid. It's yep. uh, it's probably the best scenario as you could come yep. up with a, as, as a new artist. So Fantastic. we really um, I've got a great team that work at Positive mm-hmm. Rise. And I really am fortunate that I've got so many years' experience yep. in dropshipping, in distribution, small business, that it really comes down to this is that I can, with with Pause, Commit, Rise, and with becoming a drop shipper on our platform for caninesports.co, you actually get to spend more time in your business doing what you love. I take out all of that noise that comes from, you know, having to come up with 
the advertising, paying for the monthly fees, paying for the credit card services, um, you know, customer service. I handle all of that. That's right. the, what the team does at Cost Commit Rise. We do it all. And you ship out your product and it's your product. It's your name. It's branded yours. We, we merely are the distribution hub to get right. orders for right. you and to bring more of the community together. So we hope that there'll be more people interested in doing some more drop shipping. We're working with um, some etching work. We're doing some work with personalized products, uh, looking at um, even leashes and collars and, and doing a lot more customized work with those and having the ability to, to offer all different types of products to the Live Dog Sport community. Yeah. It's going to be huge. I hope. We hope, right? We hope. <laughs> we hope everyone has a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, you can, you can make, you can be making leashes, you can be making portraits, you can be writing books, you could be having various products that you've manufactured and have been, you know, doing your own Etsy project. Right. You know, with Etsy, one of the benefits of caninesports.co is that you're still the drop shipper, but you don't have those same fees. So the, yeah. the cost to you makes it very, very simple. We've taken out that part and we've reduced the fees on those things. Right. So, and time management is, is a big thing. Time, yeah, time management is really important. Um, so it's it's a it's a lo- labor of love. We right. love it. Um, we have so many great things in the works. Uh, the summer hopefully will be packed with good shows, um, yeah. good content. Yeah. Um, as the community comes back out here in Michigan, you know, people down south they've been playing dog sports all all winter long. Right. That'd be people, nice. <laughs> I think next year we're going to go on a road trip in uh, January. Yep. Um, this morning, get out of here. You know, this morning it snowed over two inches here in Michigan. It's the 18th of March. Middle of March. Yeah. Should be spring. Should be <laughs> spring. So, but they've had the fortune to be out there playing dog sports. So we'll be mm-hmm. getting out next weekend. It'll be our first weekend yep. here in Michigan for. Uh, dock jumping. They've had some yep. fly ball in Michigan already. Definitely agility has been going on in Michigan yep. all winter long. Yeah, and that Mich- never stops. Michigan agility is on fire. Boy, yep. they are busy and on fire. They're doing great. Yep. They're all some, at the championships right now. Yes, they're at on. championships right now. Uh, fly ball has gotten going again. Uh, we are so glad that facilities are opening back up. We, let's give a shout out to every facility and owner of training facilities. Yeah. Not an easy job. Uh, one of the hardest jobs, I think, um, <laughs> keeping everybody happy and keeping the space safe for us and, yeah. and safe for our, our team athletes. Yeah. But we definitely appreciate it. We do appreciate it. So, so I want to ask, what, what is the biggest difference? So you come from, from human sports side of things, being a power lifter. What's the biggest difference or similarity between that side of sports versus dog sports? Uh, we are still our worst enemy. Yeah. Um, that is the same. So the difference is the dog. And what I'll say is, you know, we have such a responsibility in dog sports to make sure that we are setting our dogs up for success. When you're an individual contributor, you, such as in powerlifting, you want, want to make sure your teammates are set up for success. But at the end of the day, it's your lift, it's your scores. It's, it's, you are very single. In dog sports, I'm never single. Right. I always have to be making sure that I'm adapting to the dog that's in front of me. And um, I have had the great lesson of that by being able to um, live with a number of different dogs, care for a number of different dogs, handle a number of different dogs through massage. Um, and I've learned that lesson over my very few yeah. years. So when I combine those two worlds together in coaching, 
Um, and most of my coaching is about body work. I don't do any coaching about, you know, how do I perform better at the dock or how do I, how do I catch it? I, I'm not a, I'm not a trainer on how to throw a frisbee. There's a lot of great ones out there. Um, but I, uh, I am about the strategy behind being successful. Yeah. And a lot of it is mental. Mm-hmm. Um, I help with, you know, making, you know, having the conversations of, am I making the right choices? Am I making the right decisions? There's a lot of opinions about everything. Oh, yeah. Um, so pause, commit, rise is really taking the principles of honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness, combining it with a really truthful inventory look of the situation and the scenario as it is, yeah. and making a commitment and a decision to do something about it. And each one of those have different steps that you take over a 10-week cycle that you're right. doing. So that was very similar in, as a, in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my partner, my partner's everything in this, you know, right. without Bailey at the end of, you know, doing her part, um, I don't get to compete. Right. So yeah. I'm privileged that my dog left, loves it and I get to do this with it. Otherwise, yeah. you know, we might be doing something different. Uh, but I got this, I got to do this instead in Rizzo, um, who is Bailey's sister who came to me 18 months after having Bailey. Um, she, you know, she was the one who really, really excelled. In the 2019 uh, Masters Division champion for dog mm-hmm. dogs uh, as a rookie. Yeah. I'll tell you, um, I didn't really understand the magnitude of, of that. I was so new and I was such a, so I was so new and I didn't know the sport very well, but I sure love the, that passion and energy that yeah. brought in the organization. Um, you know, I, I was just shocked shot when, when she was the you know she it was speed retrieve i'm referring to speed retrieve and she just came out to play in this energy that she observed from the crowd and there's four giant pools and yeah. there's all these dogs there barking and, and uh, it was a great experience and that re- it very much reminded me of portugal uh in 2015 when i had traveled there to uh, compete for the u.s world championship yeah. so there's you know they're hobby sports they're hobby sports i was uh, 40 years old when i got into powerlifting um, I played basketball in college. I, I played softball. I've done other things, but I was pretty much out of sports until, right. until then. And now with dog sports, whatever I can do to participate, I'm going to try. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a canine partner that needs me and, and I try to help, help others when I'm there and yeah. I have a good time. It's so good for the dogs too. It is. They're doing Oops. great. Okay, I'm going to throw my microphone <laughs> As we're on. destroying our set. Yes, we're on the floor. So we're on the floor of our recording studio today. We're super classy. Yeah. We are, we are going to, you know, we sit on the floor for our jobs a lot. I yep. do a lot. I sit on the floor. The majority of my clients, I sit on the floor. I used to use a massage table, but I use a floor now. Yeah. Um, because I can feel the energy better of the dog. Yeah. So I, I, I do a lot of things that are not conventional. Um, that you would think this is, you know, a dog massage and a person's massage are very different. Um, people can tell you, you can ask them to move the holder position. Yeah. That doesn't happen in canine <laughs> massage. Um, probably very similar in, in uh, getting your hair cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's good times. Yeah. All right, so I got to come up with my five rapid fire questions. All right, so we got, got a couple more minutes. Couple more minutes, rapid fire. Okay, here so we my go. first one Tea is: time. <laughs> What is your next dog? Mm. You have the two uh, labs right now. What is the next one? Well, um, I have wanted a border collie for a long, long time. Um, however, however, Uh-oh. <laughs> however, however, um, I would take a mixed breed. Yeah, I would. Um, 
but I'm looking for a really good level border collie. I, I, there's something so special in a couple of border collies that I've been able to work on, spend time with. Um, yeah. So border collies have been my, my latest, but, yeah. you know, you never know. But also a little mixed breed. <laughs> also a little mixed breed wouldn't be a bad, <laughs> be pretty fun. yeah, a sport mix maybe. So outside of sports, what's your favorite thing to do with your dogs? Oh, fish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right they, on the lake. Yeah. I like to take them out on the lake. Um, fishing, I like to be with them. Actually, it's more, it's really not fishing when you fish with the chocolates. It's really boating, <laughs> pretend fishing. Yeah. Because the very first time I took Bailey fishing, she went in after the bobber. It didn't end well. For me, I got almost pulled in trying to get her out, but she had a blast. So, but I do like taking them out of the lake. It's probably. And you, you kind of mentioned this, but who has been your favorite team to watch in top diving? Oh, gosh. Well, most impressive. Most impressive. You know, I, I'm just going to go back to the team that taught me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Heather Freeman uh, and her dog, Nathan, were the very first dog I ever saw jump. Yeah. I'd never seen so magical, <laughs> magical in my life. Zing, Zing and Nathan, both yeah. of them on that day. Honestly, if I think back, I can't remember which one went first that day, but... Both of those dogs were the very first ones. So there's something about the very first dog you see jump and you just go, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I am, I, I, I can't even name. There's so many of them. Right. There's just too many. I am amazed when I see that these bloodhounds go off the dock. Oh, yeah. When I see a there's Doberman so go off the dock. Um, I, I just mind one, uh, terriers. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> Uh, Lux, when you see Lux go off the dock, I can't remember his breed off the top of my head. He's a really breed of some sort. Okay, uh, yeah. He's just the happiest guy. So <laughs> what I love about dock diving, that excitement, it's really what I loved about it was the connections that the teams had with each other. Yeah. So I think it's, if you had to ask me what my favorite teams are, it's the ones that connect with each other. And and yeah. out of everybody that I mentioned here, Rachel Brinkman and her dogs, um, oh man, you know, just unbelievable how they work together. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> who, okay. So between Bailey and Rizzo, mm-hmm. who keeps you on your toes more? Depends what the topic is. <laughs> um, if it's, if it, you know, Rizzo what, is a little bit skittish. So I, she keeps me on her toes uh, out in public. Right. So she is um, a little sensitive. She was sick. Uh, very, very ill. And, and when she recovered from her illness, she became very, very sensitive. She's done amazingly well um, and still can compete some. I don't compete her as much because I, I, I keep her stress level down. So I'd say yeah. Rizzo is my girl that I work on the most on keeping her stress levels down um, because a high stress situation is really not good for her. Right. But Bailey, <laughs> you just laugh. <laughs> I just have to laugh. Bailey's the, Bailey has a, got, has a lot more experience um, with other dogs. And so I, I never quite, I never quite know what to expect of her. She picks up things yeah. from dogs that she spends time with. And, and so she's always picking up a new thing. Um, if you're holding ever, ever get the opportunity to hold Bailey, she um, has caused a bloody nose by being too excited <laughs> um, and hitting the nose of, of her hand or Kim. So she, um, well, that was Kim. That was Kim. Kim got hit. Kim, <laughs> Poor got, Kim. Yeah, Kim got hit in the nose really hard. So gotta watch out for Bailey. She's a little, a little yeah. crazy. Um, but Rizzo, I, I have to watch her stress. Yeah. I think that was five. Was that five? I think you have one more left. I okay. think you have one more. How much time we have? So, oh, we, have we need one up. minute. One minute. I'll wrap it up. What's the sport you want to try? 
Agility. Yeah. No, I want to do you've that done, one over. You've done agility. I've done agility with you. A little bit. Um, I don't, I don't, it's not that I want to try agility. I want to continue to go to agility events. Yeah. I love to watch the dogs and the handlers work together. Yeah. And again, so it's the team thing for yeah. me that I love. So I would say the, the sport I really want to try next is, is a freestyle routine. Yeah. Yeah. That's freestyle routine. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we which has been up. great. We got 30 seconds. Wrap 30 seconds. We'll link, we'll link all of our contact info um, in the description. And That's right. We would love to hear from you guys. So reach out, follow us. Reach out, follow us. Find us on k9sports.co. Yep. We will eventually be on all of the casting paraphernalia oh. places. Is that what we call it? Casting pods? I don't know. Something. Uh, I don't We're winging know. this. I'm not, I don't know. We're out. We're out of time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.